0: This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about scheduling your text, Asian girls, and a guy who receives a DM while he has a girlfriend. Check it out, enjoy it, share it with friends. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Lazar here. Every Tuesday and Friday, with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for telling a friend. It is unbelievable the response this podcast gets. We're here every Tuesday and Friday, and you gotta and and, and listen, Twitter, Instagram. Snapchat, Facebook, I hear from you everywhere. And every time I get a message from you about the podcast or how you're listening or where you're listening or a video of you listening or a picture, uh, oh, man. It's like you took a giant ostrich feather, okay? And you took that feather and you pluck. You plucked it straight from the ostrich's wing. And you just took it, and I'm... With my I have my ankles behind my head, balls out of my underpants, you know, like through like the the pee hole, I just let the balls hang out, and you guys are just feathering my nuts. Every time it feels like I'm just sitting there, uh, like I'm on, and I'm on the beach while it's happening. Well, you feather up and down the seam, and sometimes you go too low, like that too. Sometimes you go too high. Surprises me. Tickle, tickle. But, oh, it feels good. So every time, and I, I want to encourage you to keep doing that. Keep sending me those Snapchats at JTrain56. Keep sending me those Instagram DMs at Jared Freed on Instagram. Uh, keep sending me those Facebook messages, facebook.com slash Jared Freed. I'm all over the place. So you could. it's very easy to get in touch with the Train, Papa JT, the Omelette Overlord, the King of Brunch. T.D. Freed, the Climax art the French kiss, <laughs> the French kiss f- <laughs> phenomena, the French kiss phenomena. That's right. Uncle J Train. So keep, keep, keep spreading this word about this podcast. The only way we grow is thanks to you, the listener. And I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, she's so funny. We, we, we met... We'd met before in Nantucket, but we were in Nantucket together. You killed. Yeah, so you did too. So funny. Kendra Cunningham, yeah. thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you. I'm, I'm having a blast already. Oh uh, Yeah, I, I, I really am. I love that very specific visual with the... Was it a peacock well, feather? Well, I, I, it's an ostrich feather. Ostrich, sorry. Because
0: ostrich meat is actually a little bit better for you than peacock meat. But uh, okay. I, I, uh, I do... Um, it, I just wanted people to know how much I appreciate... Well. And good it feels when they tell me they listen.
1: <laughs> I love it. it is that... Do you have a different visualization each episode? Or is the feathers that sort of... caught on pretty good. Oh, okay. All
0: right. I'll boil my beans every now and All again. Right. All right. I mean, and I encourage the listeners to send in their own version of how gonna, this podcast I think I'm going to have feel. to
1: participate in that. Please. I really, I want to add some value Add,
0: here. add value, please. Anywhere you can. Uh, Kendra is so funny. So much fun to watch. At the other Kendra on Twitter and Instagram. Blonde Logic is the album. You can get it Um, ITunes, iTunes, all yeah, the any place rooftop, you can get, I don't know, rooftop yeah. and uh, Kendra Cunningham She's gonna be in Beverly and Lexington coming up. And you have a podcast.
1: I do. It's called "How's your mother?"
0: "How's your mother?" Yep. Give yes. us the. It's um. The you 30 know, I second. Have
1: the thirty-second. Um, I have my master's in psychology.
0: Oh, you do. Yes. You so, came to the right yeah. place. So,
1: um, I've been trying to. What is that
0: feather thing? I, what I, does I, a psychologist I, think I, about that ball thing I just did? That's that. that, that for a psychologist,
1: I, 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 that is quite I, the visual. I, I would I would say that you're uh you're, you're creative uh sexu- you're sexually creative sexually oh okay right. I'll but, take but it. or you might just be putting that out there to fool. People into thinking you are. Oh, I'd have, to, I'd have to talk to you a little, a little more. We can. Well, further we we about got an that. hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, can one, we can make this one. We can make this a therapy that's, session. That, that's
0: the weirdest <laughs> ink blot test you've ever seen. <laughs> What do you? How does this podcast make you feel? Well, it feels like an ostrich feather getting dragged my, across the seam of oh my right, nuts, but, and
1: my balls are through my pee hole. And my
0: balls are through my pee hole, That's but very, no shaft is out, just the balls. I
1: would probably have to go to this, a supervisor for this one.
0: <laughs> just, I'm just imagining me sitting on the couch, getting like a, a psychological evaluation. It's like, yeah, and you know, I have this podcast, and it, it, when listeners tell me they listen. It's it. It feels like my balls just came out of my zipper. Because <laughs> that's a weird way to have it come out of that hole. I
1: think so. I don't think I've ever seen that.
0: Uh I gotta try it when I go home. Yeah. I never even. I thought. don't even
1: know if that would be. Uh, yeah,
0: just ball, no shaft.
1: Yeah, I, I would imagine it would be uncomfortable. What? I don't know. I don't Depends know. Depends how we play it. I'm pretty fast. You know? I, I'm still very unfamiliar with balls. You know, you're I unfamiliar. I, with I mean, balls? I wish I knew a little bit more about them. What's your experience with balls? You know, for a long time. For no, that's fine. I just, <laughs> I just think for a long time, I really thought of them as uh, uh, they skeeved me out. You know, I thought Sceived they would skeeved you yeah, out. They, they reminded me of like clam bellies. <laughs> You know, when you get fried clams and there's the big juicy belly. Love
0: the bellies. <laughs> Do you really? You don't like the bellies?
1: I, now, I've, now I will eat them, but uh, they were never my favorite part I of mean, the clam. You're you're a
0: friend. <laughs> never my favorite part of the clam. This is such a funny sentence. Um, you're a New Englander like myself. It's true. R- where are you from originally? Milton. From Milton. I'm, a, from,
1: I'm from Needham. Needham, okay. Not but, too far away. Not too far away at my all. My parents are from Dorchester. Okay. Right right nearby yeah. as well. Pro- your parents are probably, not, are probably more...
0: My dad's from Newton. Oh, okay. As most Jews, you I know, was gonna say maybe come
1: from Brighton or something, but
0: it was a uh, Newton migrated to Needham. My oh, mom's okay. from the Midwest, oh, but I, oh. I uh, but it's uh, it's funny because when you meet someone and. Clams with or without the bellies.
1: <laughs> clam strips. Clam is, strips well, yeah. is very
0: New England to me. I don't know if they have those other places. I don't know.
1: Like, I don't care. I, I'm happy that we know. I'm happy they-
0: we know. The clam strip. <laughs> the strips of the bellies, and I have a judgment of people who are like, no belly, I just want the strips. I'm like, what are you, for? <laughs> You don't have a fucking palate that, at that this point. That That's how I judge people.
1: Well, I would say it took me through high school to actually enjoy a belly. Yeah. And a and a ball, by but,
0: the way. and a ball. <laughs> belly, <laughs> clam bellies and clam balls for women are really are, they're balls for women. They
1: really come around the same. It was a, fried clams was a good date night. Good date night. <laughs> we would
0: go my family would go to this place called Harry's that had uh Oh, I don't clams know that with one. The bellies and uh, fried clams with the bellies. Oh my god, if you... I'm like I'm like my mouth is watering right now just thinking of
1: Yeah, cuz you can't get that here. You Can't
0: get that here. No. It, when you can get it you're like this is not pile right. it on right. and and then the onion strings are different mm. than an onion ring. Oh yeah.
1: Onion oh, strings. Man, I'm so fucking it. hungry right Yeah. Now. <laughs> I didn't uh, even get any fried clams. Did we did we get off of that Nantucket when we were out there? No. I, did I we didn't. Recall?
0: Well, so we did the Nantucket Comedy Festival. What an amazing Yeah. like thing. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get to some stuff later in the podcast. We're going to do some news about, like, class things. But yep. it, it was an nice. interesting I, – I don't know if you – like, basically, the Nantucket Comedy Festival, if, you're, if you can get a chance to go to Nantucket and you can do it during the time of the festival, you should get involved. It's yes. fun. It's great. But over the course of this week, weekend, you go to these people's houses. Yeah. And their donation is this party.
1: Yeah. With, with booze, food. The whole game, yeah, the whole thing, everything,
0: and we sat there eating their food, yes. uh, drinking their booze, uh huh, and, and admiring then, their homes, and my and the homes are like it's you're crazy. Like, how does this exist on an island?
1: I was saying when we were there, I was saying I was like, you know, I feel like I've gotten to the age where I'm like, I used to see things like that and be like, oh that that'd be nice, mm-hmm. you know, and now I feel like I'm at the age where I'm like, I'll probably never have this, no, you know what I mean? Like this is like so far away from where I am. I'll probably never see it in my life. It went from that'll be nice to. This, this is, is really nice. I'm glad I get I'm to be here, here for two now. hours.
0: <laughs> I remember well, well, the end trip They for the comics, they put us on a yacht. I know. The and last I didn't go. day.
1: Oh, you didn't go? I didn't go. I get seasick, and I don't want to be a pain in the ass.
0: Oh, my God. It was like, I heard it was crazy. like nothing I've ever – So I'll explain yeah. to the listeners. They put us on this yacht. This is how big the boat was. It had a boat that brought you to the boat, mm. okay? And it had a full staff where the staff had the name of the boat on their shirts. <laughs> So, okay, so they got merch, people. <laughs> and we're on this boat, and I remember, and the guy who owned it um, was, like, so nice and down to earth. It was almost surprising. Yeah, he's wicked nice. I remember him from two years ago. He was so nice, and, and so I and was, his like... his wife
1: is wicked nice, too. The
0: wife is nice, and, like... And I said to him, I was like, why do you like we started drinking and we're eating all his food and he's letting us, <laughs> us on his boat up
1: there, whatever it yeah, is.
0: I'm not even wearing, you know, like the right, <laughs> right shoes. Right, right.
1: <laughs> you got cleats on. Yeah.
0: yeah. I might have steel steel <laughs> cleats. I didn't even get the rubber ones. And, and I said I, there was a point where we were talking and he seemed nice enough and felt like we were like hitting it off to a point. Right. And I was like, uh, dude, why do you do this? <laughs> I was like why is this an important thing for you to like give towards. Right. And he's like and he was saying that he used to come to Nantucket and it would be like all scholars. It would be all like uh, librarians and like like people who like taught because it was such a hard island to get to. Right. So he was like if you came to Nantucket you had to come for like a couple months at a time. So it was a lot of teachers, professors, all those types of people oh, and that's so cool. and he was like and writers and and things like that. So and now he said, you know, there's an airport now and it's it's become like a lot of bankers come. He's like, and that's not really as interesting to have a night with. So this oh. is kind of our way of bringing people here oh, and nice. being around people who are doing, you know, arts. And I, and as he said this, I was thinking back to my set where I talked about uh, ball waxing <laughs> to bring it back to balls. And and, and I said to him, circle. and this billionaire is like, yeah, we just want to bring back the arts. And, I'm, and I look at him, I go, I talked about waxing my balls last night. And he started laughing. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess you get it." <laughs> you're like, "It took me two minutes to write that." <laughs> two <bit."> minutes, yeah. <laughs> and that's those are the scholars you're trying to bring over here. <laughs> So, but we had a blast, and Kendra's so funny. You guys should all go follow her at the other Kendra. How's your mother? Oh, yeah. How did the podcast give us oh, Because little yeah, so so I always I tell talk, people, okay, I'm good. like, I I'm like listen, you listen to this podcast but like open up your world. Like, right. and also you can go on the laughable app and you can subscribe to Kendra on the laughable app and go see on. podcast she's been a So that's a fun way to get introduced to other comics
1: and other ways so wh- how how's your mother? It's basically um a almost like a pseudo therapy session um where I a mostly comics so mm-hmm. far about like their childhood and how they feel like that propelled them to do what they do today really yeah mm-hmm. and i'd love for you to be on it sometime
0: oh that's an interesting. i, I, w- one. I would love to hear about your childhood
1: I, <laughs> I think it's i can only imagine let me
0: here's here's uh uh two words my childhood pretty easy <laughs> if i could put it in two words and that's why we do this, the J Train Podcast, the podcast for your luxury issues at uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Send in anything you'd like, J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. That's, the, that's why we have it. This is the podcast of luxury issues. Bring them here. We ain't here to judge. We're happy to have you. I'm excited. Uh, I like this one, and it's a and I'm scheduled texter, and it's a female email, Shelby. Such an aggressive sound effect. So so I met this guy off Bumble about three weeks ago. He just moved here, a big city, from a different big city six weeks ago. So she met three weeks ago. He moved there six weeks ago. I'm 24, and so is he, both soon to be 25. So we've hung out three times, once a week, and he's probably the absolute coolest guy I've met in a long time. We did sleep together on the second date, but it was we did it. We did sleep together the second date, but it was great. Also, I'm not the type to really look at sex as a weapon or anything anyway. So, okay, she's got her head around straight. So here's my question. He texts me every week on Wednesday asking about the weekend. Then we generally go out, go one night during the weekend, drinks and food. Then he texts me Sunday asking me, how my, son, uh, asking me my Sunday scary level. Naturally, this happened three weeks in a row. Should I be nervous about how down to the day hour this guy texts me? I'm not a huge all-day texter. Just thought it was interesting how he's playing it. Also, a little uneasy just because he moved here a few weeks ago. Thoughts are appreciated. EXO forever. Sorry about all the parentheses. Don't don't be sorry. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about a schedule? You in relate? You're in a relationship. I am,
1: yeah. Um, but I don't think. See, this is the thing. I I if I was her, I would be like, that's weird. But I know somebody who ended up. He, she, same thing. He would text her every Wednesday. Yeah. They'd make a schedule for that weekend. Sure. That would be the only time. They'd, mm-hmm. And then they'd hang out on the weekend. She ended up marrying that guy. It's a,
0: You know what's interesting about this? It's like so against the way that we've gone with all the texting and dating. Right. That it's actually a little refreshing and you could see why it works. There's also the other... thought. Like there's two sizes. This is refreshing. This is great. Or he has a wife and kids <laughs> yeah. and this is how yeah, I mean, there's, right. there's really two extremes. This is a great guy or he's the most awful person on earth. And dateline. Dateline. Yeah. <laughs> but the, that's the, that's the world we live well, in. Yeah. Like you kind of have to give yourself into the scariness of being hurt yeah. by someone. If you're going to, if you're going to have find true happiness at all.
1: It's true. And I also think that for me, I like a lot of by myself time. Sure. You know, and there, it just depends on pe- some people, like my boyfriend loves to be together 24-7. Yeah. So it's like, you got to work with it. But this guy might just be a loner, you know. Th- this,
0: that- this, this might be true. And this, this has to grow at some point. Right. But for now, like, and, and I'll say this, if we want to talk about texting and like what the, the, the world we live in, we're talking to people more in the first week than our parents may have spoken the first
1: year. Yeah. That's so true, and
0: it's it's like it's it's an actually ridiculous thing. Like the idea, thinking now to my parents that my dad would leave for work in the morning, <laughs> leave little J train, and <laughs> and, and, and my, not my little brother again
1: until probably and not speak until until yeah. the end of the day. I know,
0: and it's like or they'd have one call and the call would be, "How's the day going? Right, great. Talk to you at dinner time. What do you want for dinner?" That right. would be my mom's mm-hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like the idea that that is how much
1: communication was going on in healthy marriages. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm with you. I feel like I could go on and on about how I think technology has fucked up our all of our relationships, friendships, love, life, whatever, ruining, helping. Yeah. I'm talking to more
0: people I don't give a shit about (laughs) than I've ever thought I would have (laughs) to talk to. Yeah.
1: And you don't know on their end. They might think that they're somewhat involved with you. You and, know what I mean? In their
0: mind, this conversation could be so huge, and yeah. to me, I'm like, "This fucking this asshole yeah. again." Yeah, seriously. And and I do. Oh, that is like. I mean, the idea of like getting texts from someone and like and keep it going because you're just like, I don't want to be a mean person.
1: <laughs> you know, like.
0: And, and, and so like, let me
1: just fuck with their emotions yeah. longer. <laughs> well,
0: let me fuck with their emotions. But even this is guys or girls. This no, is it goes friends. Both, yeah. Oh yeah. Even oh, friends to text with this person. I had a guy text me a couple weeks ago, and it was, yo, and it's the type of person that I was like, whatever this text is, is going to be asking me for something. Right. And it used to be, at least that asshole who asked for something right. had to call you and hear <laughs> your disappointment with them asking you for something. <laughs> now they don't have to fucking hear that. No. So for this girl, where it's like, I, I do think for her, it has to grow at some point. But like, the idea that, you know, we have to look at like, end game. Let's let's look at Endgame. What are you getting out of this? You are getting to hang out with someone once a week that you are enjoying their company. Right. Think of the alternative of texting all the time with never seeing each other. Exactly. Because that's happening more than this is happening. Oh
1: yeah, so bad. I mean, I when I was on those dating apps, mm-hmm. I would be talk. I would talk to pe- some people for a couple of months and never meet them in person. Yeah. I mean, it's stupid. I uh, eh,
0: I mean, I am doing that. I mean, I'm I'm doing that more than <laughs> well.
1: I think nowadays people just do it. That's just what it. That's just, just part it, of the thing.
0: Well, and it's also you don't want the other idea of like losing options, being alone, right. throwing away something that might be something
1: it might be you a know, diamond in the rough.
0: It might be that, or this might come up. You don't want to screw yourself for later. Like right. I mean, like the more we keep worrying about what's going to happen later, we never like live in today. It feels. But like. But do
1: you have so if you have sex with someone, sure. Will you? continue having sex with them when you feel as if they still that they, they like you more than them like if you were the dude in this thing and you didn't really care about her do you think you'd carry this on how long do you think um, it would be
0: if I didn't care see that's the other interesting part because as far as caring about someone right you, you know what I mean like do. <laughs> I care enough, like, I, I don't, like, not care about this person. You well, know, you're, like,
1: like define care. Yeah, define
0: care. I don't know. It's, like, not my mom. It's not my cousin. It's not my my brother. You know, like, I... We can I, visit
1: I, them in the hospital.
0: That's so funny. That's such a... Like, you you reminded me. My dad always says... What he, what he's, what he does is he'll ask me if I know someone. Right. And I'll say, ah, you know, because you don't know how to explain. And he goes, if you pat... And we're in an empty hallway and you pass them by how would you greet them would you not say anything at all would you nod your head would you stop to have a conversation you know that right. is how what's you the dis- level? what's right. the level right. would i visit this person there's a lot of people i've had sex with that i wouldn't visit in the hospital <laughs> is really what i'm thinking which is so funny to me but if i was if i was this girl she needs to do t- i think in my personal opinion she's got uh, what's happening now right now is great like the amount you're getting out of him individually like on a one-on-one basis that sounds like a good thing but also for you take some personal responsibility and t- send him a text right one day and right. and maybe send a monday text about monday scaries right. instead of just yeah. waiting there by the door for the door to you know knock
1: right well Wait, can I just ask? Is Sunday is Sunday? Scarys meaning like anxiety? You got to go to work the next day.
0: Anxiety to go to work. You're hungover. Uh, You're coming off the you know the booze and all that stuff. So she's saying like he's checking in with that like flirty thing.
1: But small talk. Small
0: talk. And also it's like I'm not a creep. I texted you the day after we fucked.
1: Right. 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 So that's good. He's cleaning (laughs) up. He's polite. He's got some. (laughs) The Sunday text after
0: you fuck (laughs) is like coming out to the front stoop. (laughs) <laughs> with your with your broom and b- brooming off all the leaves, <laughs> just cleaning up. But I'm saying to her like, this actually sounds like where where I wish I was as healthy as this dude, right? Because he moved away from home and he doesn't need you to lean on to feel good about himself by getting a text from someone, right? That's pretty good.
1: Well, I also think that three weeks,
0: not a long time, they've only had
1: sex twice. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like. I don't know. To me, I wouldn't be worrying it where it's going quite yet. No, 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 no. You know, it's, I think it's I think where it is it's... right now
0: is great. Yeah, that's... and and send him a text on a day that maybe he wouldn't send a text and see how he answers, right? And see if his kid. Text you back.
1: And 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 journal <laughs> about the, these wonderful experiences because six weeks from now, you might be like, that guy was a fucking loser. <laughs> I can't believe I fucked that guy. I can't believe
0: that once a, <laughs> once a week text. I can't her, believe I emailed Jerry
1: about that guy and asked for advice.
0: J train podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. Kendra Cunningham at the other Kendra on Twitter and Instagram. How's your mother's the podcast? Go that check is, it out. Correct. Go check it out. Asian girls. Okay. Jay Balls, huge fan of the podcast. Here's a dilemma that I have not heard you talk about yet. I'm a white post-grad living in an area where there are a fair amount of Asian girls. I have recently dated a couple of Asian girls. And yes, their vaginas are, in fact, sideways according to my studies.
1: Is that what it really says?
0: I'm I'm, I'm just... Am I that much of a hack comic? that oh, That's the this, joke I would make. I
1: don't know. I don't know. I don't <laughs> just, know. I don't, know. I don't reading, know what's going on.
0: I'm just reading his <laughs> shitty racist email. Okay?
1: I never <laughs> even heard that before.
0: Um and yes, okay. Before this, I usually just dated white girls. My problem is that I'm not I'm now I'm so attracted to Asian girls looks-wise that when it comes to who I approach, oh thank you, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> Who <laughs> I approach? It. This is him going to the bar. This is him discovering new lands from the far east. Is it the far east? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So southeast. Yeah. The far east. far east. Kimonos.
0: It's always funny when someone talks about Asia. From all friends from the far, like they, they they have to get more like <laughs> dramatic, dramatic. Yeah. When it comes to who I approach in a ball, I can't do an Asian accent. It would be oh, awful. I can either. Who I swipe right or on Tinder, Asian is now a strong preference. Do you think Asian girls will be turned off by me and label me as a guy with an Asian fetish once they know my last two girlfriends were Asian? I wouldn't call this a fetish because I'm still attracted to other races of girls. It is a fetish.
1: It is. Right? I think so. I mean, it, what is, how, do, I don't even know what the definition of a fetish is don't know specifically, either. but I think. Shelby,
0: can you look up the definition of fetish? Um, I feel but like just more physically a... attracted to Asians. That is a fetish. Yeah. If you're raising, if one attribute
1: is, yeah. I that's think f- so. And I don't
0: think it's, fi- I think we live in an era where.
1: The I don't word think a fetish, fetish is... it, has, it has a negative connotation, but it's not negative. I mean, it's just a thing. It's just what it is. You
0: could call it a preference, yeah. and it would
1: be the same thing and, to me. Yeah, and people like to say fetish because it sounds...
0: He writes, it's like a plus two on the area code method for looks. We have an area, We have a method for rating guys or girls. Area code method, face, body, personality. Okay. So, like, 617 oh. is face, body, personality. <laughs> okay, okay. So, the, so he's saying that adds two to the face and body. I friend. see. Shelby has a definition of fetish
2: a fetish is a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree uh. to a particular <laughs> object item of clothing part of the
0: body etc
1: so man he, that
0: that definition was pretty judgy so he <laughs> abnormal
1: he, 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 he likes sex better with it, it, yeah I mean this it, is a fetish yeah, yeah
0: it's abnormal that he would be like that one. Yeah. And it just happens. To be, I mean, yeah. but the abnormal is such a strong word to me. Like, I, I don't yeah. think he's like wrong. My thought is the best thing to say to an Asian girl on a date when she asks about my attraction to Asians is to keep it light and just say I don't discriminate. Also, is it bad to have a picture of me and my most recent ex on my bumble Tinder profile? Yes, it is bad. Yes. Do you think that would turn off other Asian girls from matching with me? <laughs> I like his thought of having another Asian yeah, on it's like in his ploy. profile. Is it, like is like him saying. I've open done this to before. Asians.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't have to put. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It's like uh, been you, there, you done be my that. First. Yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar. Been there, seen yeah. it. <laughs> Understand what a hairless body feels like. <laughs> I, I I gotta say, um, what do you think? If a guy, if you looked at a guy's past hookups, let's say. And I I have a thought on this kind of towards Instagram because like if you go look at my Instagram follows right okay I I have a I have a a preference to a curvier woman right so some of the, like you know if, and I've I've like tweeted about that I don't know if we've talked about this in the podcast but I'm like. It would be interesting if you bring home a girl and then she's like if – you, if you're if you a girl out there and you're looking at your guy's preference – the guy, the girls that your guy is following on Instagram and you look nothing like them, there's an issue here. Right, right, right. Right? I agree. Yeah. I mean – would how would you feel about it if all the uh, girls that, that your boyfriend followed just looked like you
1: or didn't look like you at all? I mean – I definitely think that you I, you know when I in the past when I've done stuff like that mm. tried to find out who guys used to go out with or hook up with whatever mm-hmm. you always want them to be attractive sure but not more attractive than you consider yourself to be gotcha. you know what I mean um, but yeah I've, when I see like this guy that I dated before this guy that I'm with now he uh he when I look at the people that he went out with mm. me and now he's with a person who's kind of like the other girls that he went out with, I feel like I was sort of like an anomaly for him. Like, oh. I wasn't his type, and I wonder why he was ever with me in the first place. You know well, what I mean?
0: that's interesting because I, I think to speak for for men in general, what I would say is, we're open to fucking anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, it, but it's interesting because a lot of guys, go- like when I see a girls that like, I think this is like the the benefit, like one of the privileges of being a man is that when I see, like if I saw, if I was with a girl and her last boyfriend had abs, right, I would be like, oh, she's just into my mind.
1: You put a little spin on it. I put a little it. ego yeah. spin <laughs> yeah, on I'm it. Gonna... And,
0: and that's the thing. That's the ego of a man. We all love ourselves a little too much. Right. And I'm just saying this is a, that my first inclination isn't to go, what's she doing here? It's more like, I guess he wasn't that funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've used that I've yeah. used that. do you myself. know what I mean yeah. though like, yeah.
0: I, I, and I think women are so hard on themselves sometimes where they're like they look at the past people and they're like I don't look like that and you're like yeah but I, I, I my thing to these girls would always be like you're the I'm with you because you're the personality that I match with best and I enjoy myself the most and feel the best about myself when I'm with you right um, the sex thing I'm gonna be you know if you look at what I'm masturbating to on a given day You'd be like, you, you're you all over the place. <laughs> I'm at, the, I'm at, you know, you ever go to those. Now Ch- I want
1: to see this. I want to
0: well, see this now- <laughs> repertoire of photos. Listen, I, I'm open to, to all shapes, sizes, and looks. I, I, but I'm saying like, it's kind of like to bring it back to the Asian thing. You remember, you ever go to those like cheap Chinese buffets? Yes. And then you see like an obese person at the cheap Chinese buffet and they're getting sushi, they're getting Chinese, they even go to the hot dog section. <laughs> that's all meant.
1: Oh, okay. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll taste everything, but my plate has more of the thing that I've, you know, that you that's like my the, thing. Right, 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 right. You know, there's more sushi on my plate
1: well, for I, this guy. I think that Asian girls... Yeah. I can. I'm like a big titted blonde. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. If I meet a guy and I see that he's always going out with big titted blondes, I'm sure. like, oh, I guess he likes that. This is what he. This likes. is. I'm. Um, Would I, you be I scared off that, by that? No, it wouldn't really bother me. Okay, but I think Asian girls, mm. when they meet somebody who has a history of dating yeah. all Asian girls, and that man is not Asian, they're like, oh, he has a. He's, he's got, a, got thing. a thing. So I think that they are probably more sensitive to.
0: Than you would be. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah, that's that's fair. I I, I, pro- I agree with that, too. I think the Asian thing, too, like, you see a lot of Jewish men with Asian girls. That's a big thing you see in New York. Mm. And I always think my first thought is that because they they are sick of their moms. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, their mom has just hammered them their whole life. Like, what are you doing? Get
1: away You're not a
0: doctor. You know, these Jewish fucking overbearing moms and they're like fuck it so do you think i'm going asian i'm going because you think they're submissive a little bit more submissive right. i think publicly anyways right maybe right. not in the home where they'll maybe but i think like publicly there's not the i they're like like i think jewish guys are just like i'm sick of right. having an old uh, right like my mom cut the line at starbucks and think she's okay with doing that <laughs> And then yell at the person that she just cut, right. like you know, like that's a mom, that's a Jewish mom thing, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a, or an evil person thing <laughs> if you're a Nazi. But I, I, I think they're just like I'm out of this game.
1: Right. They want someone that's easy to deal with.
0: Yeah. If I was this guy, I wouldn't say that this is my. I would say to her, I'm just for whatever reason. I I think it's okay to admit that you're just more attracted to that. Yeah. And I think it's okay. And I think. Getting over that in the beginning makes your relationship so much better. Yes. Like I, I mean, if like there's a lot of girls out there that like I was with them and like I would like they were very small and petite, and then I would like make eyes with a you know a buxom woman walking by, and I'd be like, I'd be like, fuck, I just wish I had explained to this girl that I just have a good time with her, and she's still hot to me, but right. that's something that's gonna that's make gonna me catch turn
1: my eye right.
0: Because the honesty is always like kind of the better policy.
1: Right. Well, I mean, you like to think so. Uh, to,
0: to an extent. Yes. So if this guy, you're on a date and he and she says, well, I saw it. And let her bring that up. Right. I wouldn't just go on the date and be like, the reason I brought you to this Chinese restaurant <laughs> is to have a heart to heart. Like I, w- I, I would wait for her to be like, what were your last girlfriends? Like, oh, okay. Uh, I've dated Asian girls just because, you know, I find them very attractive. Boom. Done. Right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J at gmail.com. Here with Kendra Cunningham at the other Kendra. Go check her out. So funny on Twitter and Instagram. Blonde Logic. Go check out the album. I, I've been into a lot of comedy albums lately. I think it's a good thing to like. You
1: know, I have, I, I go through my phases. Like, sure. I, last night I watched, um, I watched, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. So funny. Oh my God. I didn't get to finish the whole thing because I had to go out, but, um, I go through phases because I feel like sometimes when I listen to, um, <laughs> it depends on my state of mind. Yeah. Like lately I've been like, you know what? I want to be inspired. I want to like sure. write some new shit. I want to like whatever. And, that, but when I'm like, like I want to get out of comedy, I can't stand this and I listen to other things. I'm like, yeah, this is bullshit. Like listen to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I get like crazy <laughs> and it just fuels my fire of whatever emotional direction I'm going for in. For sure. You know? I mean,
0: it's good to delve in and out. And yeah. But for someone that's like doing a car ride. Yeah. Go get Blonde Logic. It's on iTunes. It's just like it gets, it makes you feel like you're sitting in a club. Yeah, that is true. We're also sponsored people. Oh, I love this sponsor, Harry's Razor. Love Harry's Razors. They are the best because they get delivered right to your door. Get the trip to CVS, Dwayne Reed, Walgreens out of your life. Walmart, get it out. Make the mailman work for you. Never have a moment where you're going, oh, i got to go run out and get razors. Set it and forget it. That's a good line. Maybe I should use that. Could that be my line? You think so? It already is. Oh, there we go. Set it and forget it. Jared Freed. <laughs> go to Harry's. Uh, they got a great—and also the razors are great. Great blades at a fair price. Three million people have switched to Harry's. Jeff and Andy uh, were fed up with buying overpriced so, right, razors. They started Harry's the Fix Shaving. You know the story.
1: Um, I like that you looked me right in the eye while you said all of that. I want to buy Harry's razors now. (laughs) Now you're in. (laughs) I I feel like you sold me one-on-one. Right? Yes. Stop going to Walmart. (laughs) That's what I'm
0: saying to people. I just love that they get delivered to your door and Harry's does a good job. I've never had an issue with them and they're cheap and they're not cheap razors. The razors are great, but at a fair price. Stop paying. What you're doing when you go to Dwayne Reed, Walgreens, CVS... You're paying a, a a percentage more to pay their rent.
1: You're right, and, and
0: and that's why the mini malls leaving. That's why strip
1: malls are depressing. Oh please. <coughs> We're not going to have any retail stores. I bet you it's, 20 years from now there's going to be barely any retail it's stores. It's going to be weird. It's going to be I
0: mean, I've gone to like some places that are on a lot of shops, online shops are opening retail stores just to have them like right. and I've walked in and like tried stuff on and then I was like and I was like, "Okay, well, thank you. Now I've written down what I'm going to do and go buy it online." Go buy it online. Right. But Claim your free trial offer from Harry's today. That's a $13 value for free. When you sign up, just cover shipping. Your free trial set includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision engineered blades with lubricating strip, trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, which smells really good, a travel blade cover, and for those of you looking to get your holiday shopping done early, Harry's just released their special edition holiday sets that make great gifts Oh my God, easy peasy. That's like a, that's one of those things you get it for someone done. Set it and forget it. That old Jared Fried saying.
1: <laughs> you know I'm going to be saying that at about seven o'clock tonight. Check,
0: check them out. <laughs> to get your free trial set or to browse holiday gifts, go to Harry's.com slash J Train. Harry's.com slash J Train. Harry's.com slash J Train. Harry's.com slash J Train. Listen,
1: people. Let's do Wait, a... Wait, can I ask you a quick question? Mm-hmm. Do you know what Fiverr is? Fiverr? Yeah. No, what's that? Oh, uh, it's this website where you can people people will do pretty much anything for five bucks. Oh, really? And um, and I when you would do that, it sounds like a wrestling beginning of a wrestling match. Which one? When at the beginning of the oh, show. The Hello and like, welcome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, I paid someone five dollars to do that and like be like, oh, introducing Kendra Cunningham. But really, the, yeah. For uh, your podcast, I put it in the podcast once in a while. Like, yeah. I, you know, I hit it like as a thingy. That's uh, funny. Yeah, but yeah, if maybe you're, if I. You're, could you're, be making, I was about to say, if you uh, ever need five bucks, gig. you know, <laughs> you could. <laughs> you never know how you can make money nowadays. Let's do a witch's worse. Okay.
0: Never being able to sleep in because of loud neighbors, or having to be quiet when you fuck because of a sensitive roommate. Ooh. Uh, I would say the loud neighbors. So you never sleep in loud neighbors. Yeah, I think I would be... That's worse?
1: Well, I think uh, that's worse because (coughs) you don't have control over it, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, if my roommate wants me to be quiet, I can say, fuck you, I'm going to be loud. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I have a little bit... I can honor their wish, or I Mm -hmm. can just do whatever I want. Sure. But if the neighbor's loud, waking me up, I don't have much control over that Shelby
0: what do you think
2: the uh, sleeping in is the worst thing ever there'd you want a,
0: yeah you want that sleep
2: they're being massacred
0: I had a deal <laughs> yeah the, <laughs> the sleeping is worse uh be, I had a thing with my apartment where they had kept having to like fix stuff but then they would only come at like 9 a.m oh. I'm like I, I you know we work nights it's tough to you can't right and I, was, and I would come to the door like basically just in shorts I'd be like you gotta stop doing this <laughs> please I'm losing my mind and they were like oh sorry it's just one more day then one more day one more day one more day Uh, Uh, having to be quiet when you fuck that's actually like a fun misadventure right
1: that's true you know it's like you're
0: playing fort
1: right 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 right. (laughs) With,
0: with the guy or girl Train Podcast at gmail.com, j-train Podcast at gmail.com. Let me just say a couple things before we move on. J Train Live, we're doing one Monday, December 4th from the Comedy Cellar at 8 o'clock. That's a Monday, December 4th at the Comedy Cellar at 8 o'clock. You need to make your reservations right now. Go to Comedy seller.com, make a reservation. We're going to have special guests. I'm not announcing the guests, okay? Because I, I want them to be a fun surprise, and I want you to come, and I want you to bring a crew, and I know how hard that is to look another adult in the face and say, Yeah, this guy, Papa JT, has a podcast, and he's going to do a live one, and he talks about his nuts a lot and feathering them. But come. You need to be a power player for your group. Get a table together and come. It's fun. Go listen to the live episode. There's energy in the room. We had David Tell, Colin Quinn last time, Mehran Kagani. We want you to come with a crew because we're going to do emails, live Tinder makeovers, special guests, Monday, December 4th. Go to ComedySeller.com right now. Pause the podcast right now. Go make a reservation. Also, Patreon. Um, I'm doing stuff on Patreon. We have a video from the last live podcast that you get for a buck. That's $1 to watch Dave Attell um, doing a show that you already love. So go on Patreon.com slash Jared for a buck a month. Videos. Uh, behind the scenes, I do a write-up about every episode. Um, it's a dollar. Let me remind you, that's a dollar. Because all the money that goes into Patreon goes into my bag of Haas. And then I go deliver these haws around the country thanks to your help. So give the Wizard a Haas a little bit of Ha for his Ha bag. Okay? Patreon.com slash <laughs> Jared Freed. Also, couple of shows. Comics come home this Saturday. I'm going to be at the Garden in Boston. TD Bank North, the 18th. Uh, Dennis Larry. uh, Jimmy Fallon, um, Jeff Ross, quite a lineup. Uh, comics come home. Go buy tickets for that on the 18th. That'll be a lot of fun. Mohegan Sun, the 24th and 25th. Comics, Mohegan Sun. Go out to that. We'll, be, we'll have some turkey, some Tom Turkey sandwiches for your post-Thanksgiving. Get away from your family. If you live in the area, just look at your family and go, I, I'm done talking to you. Let me talk to you. <laughs> 24th and 25th. Side Splitters in Tampa, 1214. Also the 16th. I'm doing the late show. So the 14th or the 16th, go to side splitters website. Get a uh get a get involved. Um voicemail. Let's do a voicemail now. If you want to call into the podcast, you have a very special voicemail message by me, Papa JT, on there right now. 347-669-8252. Put that into your phone three, four, seven, six, six, nine, eight, two, five, two. Put it in right now. Shelby, do we have a voicemail?
3: What's up, J train? Quick question for you here. Uh, Moved to a new city after graduating college about a a year and a half ago. Um, Good group of friends settled in and everything. Been dating this girl for about six months. Uh, Recently, uh, a girl, I wouldn't even call her an acquaintance from college, friend of a friend of a friend sort of thing. Slid into my Instagram DMs and mentioning, like, oh, hey, you're in New York, right? Uh, so am I. Where do you live? What do you do? A lot of generic questions. Can
0: you pause Seems like you
3: was just trying to be nice and maybe network a little.
0: These two people should be at the podcast December 8th. <laughs> I heard New York. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Right? Yeah. Live, live podcast December 8th. Uh, or December 4th at 8 o'clock. December 4th at 8 o'clock. But go
3: on. A little bit. Um, So I'm answering and trying to be a good person, you know, helping her out. Maybe she needs a job. Maybe she just wants to look for friends.
0: Sure, buddy. Um, Needs a job. uh, He's a year and a half out of college. (laughs) What
3: are you, the um, CEO of nothing? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, would you ever want to grab a drink sometime in the next few weeks? I don't know a whole lot of people here. Ha, ha, ha. Right? So I'm not sure how to balance my relationship with my girlfriend, who I, I really care about. I love her. I would never want her to feel uncomfortable with anything that I'm doing versus being a shitty person and automatically shutting down someone who's new in town who maybe actually just wants to find friends with the I-have-a-girlfriend line. Sorry, don't speak to me ever again. I have a girlfriend. She wouldn't want this to happen, right? I'm just looking for maybe some perspective from maybe a a female guest as to how she would take it if a girl slid into her boyfriend's DMs, what you think the best way to handle this going forward is, or just even, like, meeting up with friends in general when you have a girlfriend like this. I said, I've never really spoken to this. This acquaintance outside of college, and even then, it was minimal. So I'm not sure what her intentions are. They don't seem to be malicious, but any voice would be uh really appreciated. Keep up the good work. <laughs> appreciate it.
0: That was a great voicemail. I enjoyed it. I, I, it's I a think, good question. Yeah, it is a good question. What do you think?
1: I would say I would say to invite the girl mm-hmm. to something that a group of people were doing. Yes, I would say, hey, if you want to come out and meet some people, mm-hmm. we're all going to this bar to watch a game or whatever it is. But I would not go and have a drink with her one-on-one. Yes. Uh, it's, you can't do that. It's not worth it. Not kosher. No.
0: Can't do it. Um, I totally... You know what's interesting? It's like... Uh, it's it's so funny. Because that guy's animal instinct was... She definitely wants to fuck.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: and I hear it. I hear it. Girl messages you. Right. You look down at your crotch and your penis looks up at you and goes... She's, That's right, buddy. She's messaging me. She's messaging me.
1: <laughs> she doesn't want you. No,
0: she wants this dick. <laughs> and my friends, the ball. I'm boss. telling
1: you, give me my own phone. You won't have give, to screen it, it these won't things have to anymore. Screen <laughs> and
0: it's like, it's funny because as a guy, you have to like put aside that for two fucking seconds to say. Because he did it on the phone. He literally went through. I got a girlfriend. This girl DM'd me. And then he went down the line, acquaintance, 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 acquaintance. Then he was like, she. Is, and then he goes, Aunt, but she is in a new city, needs friends, I don't want to be a dick. You know, like you could see him fighting the the angel and the devil right. on, on each shoulder. The devil was telling him- Go <laughs> see like, what
1: this is about. Go
0: see, and saying to him, she definitely wants you, you got to get away. Fuck her. <laughs> get away from her. You know, because the asshole thing to do is to be like, I got a girlfriend- Shut the fuck up. Good luck in your new city. Right, right. And that's the thing the devil tells you because of your penis. The angel thing is to go, hey, uh, welcome to New York or wherever she moved to or this person moved to. Come on. My friends and I are doing this already planned thing. We're not planning an event for you. We're not doing homecoming for you. Right. We're already going together to watch a football game and make it during the day or whatever so that there's no real confusion. Right. And would love for you to come out. we got a big group. Uh, always looking to expand the group. Right. And that's all you do. And, and you make it easy for her to get involved. And also, what you need to do is tell your girlfriend. Right. Absolutely. Hey, this girl got in touch with me. Uh, we had not seen her since college. She's looking for new girlfriends. I'm going to invite her to this thing. She may have wanted to, like, thought that we could have been a dating thing. But I'm bringing her to this thing to let her know right. that like we're together, and I and and the girl should understand that and not because the girl wa- will the the underrated asshole girlfriend th- thing to do is to go tell her I have a girl you have a girlfriend
1: right, but when but,
0: it's like that that's unnecessary
1: right, but I also think that you as a man you don't have to say. You don't have to tell the girl, your girlfriend, oh, she might have wanted to have dated me. Your girlfriend can surmise. She can do it on her own. On her own from the information that you, the bare facts. Sure. She can tell, okay, this girl may be trying to fuck my boyfriend, or she might be like a sad sack who needs some friends. Sure. I mean, like. And,
0: uh, And I think also for that is like, you know. The longer this guy waits to tell his girlfriend, the worse it's going to yeah. be. No, well, I no was matter gonna say, what.
1: How many messages, like how how many, how many times it going back and forth? Cause, That's so funny. You know, it's like That's really. such a,
0: a female thing. Oh, well, how many times, ago, how yeah. long did it take you? Yeah.
1: I to, mean. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, it's like, I people will send me direct message even on Twitter or whatever. Sure. And if it's some dude that I never met before, like I might respond like, ha or something. Sure. But, like I'm not going to sit there and be like,
0: Rolling out the red carpet. Yeah,
1: I'm like going back and forth and checking my messages. <laughs> see what he says now. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's it's, it's a weird thing. It's an interesting
0: thing. Um, it's, it's it's a time investment. It's a time investment. You put it in, but and and sh- so just know all this shit is going through a woman's mind. Right. How many times you go back and forth? How long did it take you to tell me why did it take you so long to tell me if you th- if you think we're so great? And why did you I need mean, to I wait think, to tell I me? Think the
1: biggest thing is what does she look like?
0: And what does she look like?
1: I mean, if she's on Instagram with like in her bikini and all that stuff, then you're in big trouble. Don't invite her anywhere. That's so
0: funny. There's no way to not be in trouble.
1: Well, I mean, if she's just a regular chick, but I mean, if she's like one of these
0: so she hypersexual women, she could be too hot to come out with the friends. Uh, yeah. That's Absolutely. So fun. You're right, though.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if my boyfriend was and like, oh, this is, this is my friend from college, and yeah. she's like has fake tits up to her nose and like stilettos <laughs> yeah. on, I'm like, oh, really? Uh, There's no
0: way to make you believe that. I
1: mean, I would believe it, but I would be like, there's no reason to perpetuate this friendship. Like, she doesn't need to be your friend. Yeah, that's
0: fair, too. I mean, if you're you're a guy out there getting a DM from a girl and you're like, I'm in a happy relationship, you shouldn't answer before showing (laughs) your girlfriend. Right. You should show your girlfriend and be like, hey, just got this message. She just moved to this town. I'm going to let her know that she can come to this event where you're going to be. Right. It's so funny because there's no real way. Or, this is the thing with technology, ruining all of our lives. Yep. It's I terrible. feel for this dude because he can't win. It's a fight no matter what.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, the other thing, too, is he can just fade off and not, I mean, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the
0: the. the I love when he was like, maybe I could get her a job. <laughs> it's such a guy <laughs> thing. Like, oh, I didn't know. I thought maybe I could get her a job. It's like, dude, you're the intern. <laughs> Get her a job. You're but we 24. need more
1: interns.
0: J train podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can send your voicemails 347 669 8252, 347 669 8252. Let's do one more, and then we'll go to the news. Kendra, this has been a fantastic Thank you for coming great. on. This is great, thanks. Thanks at for having the, me. I'm having fun. Of course, at the other I Kendra. I thought there was going to be liquor here, to be
1: honest with you. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I get do that, not I get that, that today. Imp- I get that impression of you. Of you me? That you'd <laughs> be boozing it up during your thing.
0: <laughs> Just throwing some back. You had to <laughs> do some fireball on the table. <laughs> Hungry vacation. I like this question. Feather, J-Train, feather, feather. I'm currently on vacation with my girlfriend and her parents. You ever done that? the girlfriend vacation boyfriend
1: vacation I I you know what I don't think I had... oh I yes sorry I did mm-hmm. I did I went to um but it was we weren't all to, like we were all had our own hotel rooms Okay you know? it was for a wedding and okay. it was in Sweden In
0: Sweden Yeah mm-hmm. That's a bigger vacation than I thought was going to be <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently on vacation with my girlfriend and her parents they have a uh a timeshare it sounds like in Florida that they let us stay at and it's great. Just pay for flights, everything else is taken care of. Okay? One big issue. There's never any food in the house and meals are cooked well, but the quantity of food is lacking. This sounds like hell <laughs> on earth. <laughs> Dump her. No. <laughs> you ever go to a party and there's I, no food? And there's yeah. no food and how much you hate that person yeah. when they don't have food? Mm-hmm. The 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 it's it shows you how important like how much hunger can affect you. That if you go to a party, being like, oh, there's gonna be tons of food. I mean, we kind of had that experience. Oh, that one night. So when we went to the na- the the festival, yep. they everyone's talking about how in Nantucket <laughs> they're like, you're gonna go to this huge house
1: with the, the lobster the tails. lobster
0: tails, uh, and we're all thinking there's gonna be a seafood feast. Yes and a big tower and the tower's gonna have clams and all this shit everything and we get there and there was one guy uh, it was Jimmy Dunn
1: yeah and he went he was going bananas
0: Jimmy Duncan, he was, and he's so funny you guys should all go follow Jimmy Dunn I would love to have him on this podcast but he uh, he kept, he was spending the whole day telling us about the lobsters <laughs> and the shellfish and steak and lobster everything you couldn't you couldn't get through all that. and we're all so excited and we get there and it was like Pizza night.
1: It was Mexican. It was, it Mexi- it was Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. And what's what's Don, Don Gavin? Don Gavin. Oh, he was he was. Did he <laughs> did he go and leave when he found out that the food was not what it was know. supposed to be? He was Don, like, this was not the menu that he signed up for. No,
0: and he gave Jimmy such shit, shit. Yeah. The whole night. And Don Gavin, for those of you who don't know, is like his nickname is the Godfather of Boston comedy. He's an so older guy funny. who's like hilarious and has been around forever. And he's like. He's so. like a legendary guy, right? And him giving shit <laughs> to this guy Jimmy, who who was telling us about all this food that we we're gonna get, Uh-oh. and and it it wasn't that the Mexican food wasn't good or it wasn't plentiful, but right. it was it it was only that it wasn't lobster, right? That really. Pissed all of us off <laughs> that weren't paying for the party. And it's like, and it's one of those, like, everyone's like, oh, I, and that's why I love this podcast, the Luxury Issues podcast. Oh, what are you complaining about? You got a big thing of accident. <laughs> no! We wanted- I wanted fucking lobster, and that's what I was told, and that's what got in my head. Yeah. You can't get something out of your head if someone brings it to you.
1: That's so true.
0: Food has that weird way where it'll just, like, you get in your head, you're like, uh-oh, I need to have
1: this. Yeah. And and I think we should just mention that they were – Actual chef like people cooking the food yeah, for this is you. Like it was chef not, made shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like a nice This wasn't uh, Chipotle. No. It was like a someone standing there going, Oh, you want some more chicken? You want the like it, was, <laughs> it were was being waited on hand and foot. They and a, we're going, no, I don't want it. They had a
0: home chef. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like Swedish or something like that. Yeah. Like he was he was like some Nordic white country. Yeah. And he he did his take on Mexican. And it was unbelievable. It was delicious. But all of us couldn't we, stop talking couldn't. about how there was <laughs> what we no, didn't get. What we didn't get. <laughs> that didn't even exist. So there like wasn't for the, even an option. Yeah, that for night. this guy, and he gets to the parents' timeshare and he's opening closet after closet after yeah. closet and there's nothing except Melba toast.
1: Why doesn't he suggest going to the store and getting some food?
0: That's the move. Yeah. He's gotta do the He's gotta like, take
1: control of the situation. Take control.
0: You gotta be like what he should do. Is when he gets to the house, you gotta be that, you gotta be the boyfriend in the movie everyone hates because he's such a good boyfriend. Right. You gotta look at them and go, listen. I'm gonna get some food for you. I'm going to the grocery store. It's my, you guys take me in every time. And you ever do a favor for someone that's really a favor for yourself? That's this move. (laughs) Yes. Oh, you guys, I can't thank you enough for this beautiful. One-bedroom timeshare. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do for you, I'm buying groceries. Right. And you go to a grocery store, it'll be 50 bucks well spent. And you buy everything. And you don't even take orders. It, you say, I want to get right, – exactly. What do you guys want? And they're all – they don't eat, so they don't give a shit. Right. And you get the take the order. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Kendra Cunningham, the at the other Kendra on Twitter and Instagram. Let's do some news.
2: So there's a article in the New York Times mm. about nannies.
0: Now I saw this earlier, and it was such an interesting read. It's about nannies not showing up on Instagram.
2: It's all about that, and just like the high lifestyle people not putting the nannies in their like family photos, even though their kids probably know them. More than the mom,
0: the, like as much, if not more than the mom, yeah. and you read this, Kendra. I did, yes. What do you think of this?
1: I think it's crazy. I mean, I, I, it, I, well, first off, I think it's crazy because I never even thought of it until I read this article. You totally, know I mean? like, never I never looked, thought. No. Where are these nannies? No. Who are these nannies? Yeah. But the weirder thing I think was in that article when they talked about how people, co- co- like, it was a conscious effort not to show, absolutely, that they, well, yeah, that they had
0: a nanny, right. And that they and, and the, some of them talk about how they want to look like they're doing it on their own. Right. They don't want to look like they're getting help that other people aren't getting. Right. It's just an interesting thing because everyone talks about putting your best life on Instagram and that whole thing. And right. Like someone wrote to me on Twitter, they're like, they're like, yeah, this is what Instagram is showing me that your life is better than mine. What the the, the thing about Instagram? We've seen now we're starting to see other people's lives. What, I think a lot of the unrest right now, publicly, that's not being spoken about, is how much this is like a, a class war. Oh yeah, more than more. You know, there's a lot of talk about racial stuff, and but it's really, it seems to be about money. We never had to see how our neighbor lived; we only just assumed it. Right. Nowadays, you see the vacation your neighbor took, and you're wondering how the fuck are they going on vacation when they live next door to me? Right. Exactly. And there's a lot of envy out there, and it's and it's funny because. When you get to these debates that are happening, like, you know, anything that's in the news, whether it's political, there's so much in the news right now, whether it's political or the sexual harassment stuff that's coming out. It's funny to me that they're like, if they put a nanny in their picture, they're (laughs) not allowed to talk about the other shit. Right, right. (laughs) You know, like, that's what I kept thinking about. I was like, yeah, if they put the nanny in, they can't have a Trump opinion. Right. They can't have a Democrat, you uh, uh, you know, a right or a left opinion because- Money is the one thing That takes you out of all this game
1: Absolutely
0: Like the minute you start to, You know Well you have a nanny What the what the fuck Do you, you know have, you About the struggle income. From this side Why do you come to the defense Of these people When you're paying your nanny Nine bucks an hour Right And it's funny because It's it just We You know Everyone's their own PR team now Yep And your Your Instagram account Is a reflection of Who people take you to be Right I put up those Bumble Conversation on Instagram Where mm-hmm. I Fuck You know fuck with myself and put up stupid shit on instagram girls write to me you know with their own shit right because they're responding to what i put out so like it's just funny to me that if you put your nanny on instagram you cannot have an opinion on anything else right is really what what it spoke to me about and right. it's like listen i had my parents had help uh i'm here and mm-hmm. does that take me out of an opinion that's what's so interesting. You're only allowed to have an opinion if you come
1: from a certain background or a certain uh, class. Well, also, too. But they're also a lot of them. They said a lot of them are paying them under the table, under the table. So It's and like, you it's, know, they're breaking they're breaking the law.
0: Well, and then I just saw another story about uh, the one girl was fat shaming the guy from uh, the what's it called from what's the movie Tina Fey made about high school.
1: Mean Girls? Mean Girls. Uh.
0: So the guy who wears the sweatshirt and Mean Girls, he did another movie called Bully where a woman on the set was fat shaming him and giving him shit about his sexuality. Oh, wow. And you go to her Twitter account and it's all, you know, anti-this, anti-Trump and how he's acting and retweets from all these things. And listen, I'm not, I'm like apolitical at this point. I'm, I'm more, more watching the fire burn. Right. But... The more I watch the fire burn, the more everyone looks like a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> and it's like, and, you know, she comes out against, you know, how could he treat the world this way? And it's and like, then you. she's, right. She's looking,
1: calling someone fat so Right to their face. <laughs> right. On a movie set.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's like crazy. Do you have the, What was her name? I was just reading this. It was uh,
2: Bijou Phillips. Bijou that like. Phillips.
1: Oh, she was calling someone fat?
2: Who was the
0: guy? Do we have him in front of you? <laughs>
2: It sucks for him because it just lists him in the Twitter moment as Mean Girls actor, but it gives <laughs> her a name.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he was in another movie with her, and she and there's a whole long write-up about how she was just ruthless to him. Daniel Franzese. Huh. And, and you feel for this guy, but then you look at her other statements, and it's like, yeah, oh, you were a great person when it was easy to retweet. It was easy to come on Twitter and say some bullshit. Right. And then you're not such a great person when it's behind closed doors. And that kind of speaks to me with the nanny thing where it's like, yeah, you're, you live this amazing lifestyle. And then look, like, cause I know that these nanny people who don't put the nannies in the pictures are also telling us about, you know, how unfair we're being oh, to a certain yeah. person, oh, totally. how unfair we're being to a certain class. And it's like, if they put the nannies in the picture, someone will be like, you got a fucking nanny, yeah, shut the fuck right. up.
1: You got to practice what you preach. But that's the whole thing is that I feel like nowadays nobody, Everybody um, has like a PR opinion, sure, and which is not usually out of sync with their actual absolutely. L- life.
0: And I mean, we see it because we go on stage telling jokes, and it's like we we're we're being as honest right. as humanly possible right. in front of. And you see that one person in the crowd is like, Mm-mm. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, fuck you. you, right? Fuck you. You're the one lying to yourself,
1: right? And the other thing is too. I feel like now. Um, some people even when they're trying with you know they'll when well you're younger than me but like when I was growing up mm. if somebody had a social uh, opinion you know sure. if they were into a social organization or they whatever they were a political activist mm. uh, that was a big that was a different thing not everybody was into that like yeah. they were like oh they were they're really into the that, environment that's a that's, part of their
0: life yeah they but, wore it they lived yeah, it every day but
1: nowadays it's like. People expect you. I feel like even in comedy, a lot of times people are like, well, what's your social? Are you a feminist? Are you uh, like this? Or what are you? Like, what's your social uh, activism that goes behind your comedy? I don't know about you. That makes me fucking nuts.
0: It bothers me because I'm like, the only thing I thought of was that I like, making my friends laugh right like <laughs> as stupid as that and as n- no, I'm the nerdy way. as that sounds like I was like yeah this is for me right yeah. <laughs> that like, made me I always feel say good. I'm like I
1: want people to like me Yeah. that's yeah. why I do it
0: this wasn't about anyone else
1: <laughs> no I'm, not, I'm just trying to get some approval here
0: And but now there's an economy and being outraged there's an economy and right. being a social <laughs> a social warrior yeah uh, who claims to be a comedian right and it's like all right, what are you right it's easier to be right than it is to be funny that's uh the real the reality. But Kendra, thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. This was really fun. So much fun to have you. At the other Kendra on Twitter and Instagram, Blonde Logic's the album on Rooftop Comedy. Go check her out KendraCunningham.com. I'm Jared Fried Shelby at Classic Shelb on Twitter. Thanks for having me. Uh, good to have you. I'm Jared Freed, J356 at Jared Fried on Instagram. We'll be back next episode. Boom.